Excuse me, could you tell me how to get to the medical school? You go straight ahead and uh, you make the left over the bridge. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Austria. Austria? <laughs> well then, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Uh-oh, what? What's the matter? You spilled the salt. That's what's the matter. Quick, toss some salt over your right shoulder. What the hell? Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? The yours? Uh-huh. Both of them? Yeah. <laughs> What's her last name? I'll look it up. Uh, it starts with an S. So swim, swami. Slippy. Slappy, Simmon, Salmon, Simmon, Swanson, Swanson? Maybe it's on the briefcase. Look on the. Oh, yeah! It's right here. Samsonite. I was way off. What happened, Harry? Some little Philly break your heart? No, it was a girl. Brayda Belcher. I thought we were going to be together forever. <laughs> she give you any reason? Yeah, I called her up. She gave me a bunch of crap about me not listening to her enough or something. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. That was good. The Lifers Podcast with Scott Lucas, Gabe Rodriguez, and Ben Reiser. And now, here's Scott, Gabe, and Ben. Merry Christmas, everybody. Oh, well, no, not. Well, I hope everybody had... Uh, hello, everybody. Hope you had a good Christmas. Hope you're ready for an even better New Year's. Ben, Gabe? Yeah. Your, Chris- your Christmas wasn't good? I think we did the best we could, considering the circumstances. On the podcast. On the podcast? I'm talking personal. My, my, my personal Christmas. That's what I'm talking about. What you are you talking about? You didn't have a good Christmas. I'm not saying I didn't have a good Christmas. I'm you just want saying... a better New Year's? Did no, no, no. I, I'm saying that I hope you had a good Christmas, and I hope your New Year's is even better. See what I'm saying? Okay, I was getting it like your Christmas wasn't as good as you thought it could be, and now you want it to be better at New Year's. That may be, but the greeting that I was proffering was uh, (laughs) that I hope you had a good Christmas, and I hope your New Year's is going to be even better, and I hope your next year will be even better than this year. Trying to be positive, Gabe, doesn't work, especially when people like you call me out. (laughs) Did you did you stay in Chicago? Were you stuck in Chicago? We were stuck in weather? Chicago. And it, I should probably mention that uh, uh, Justine is joining us. Hey. 
Hey, so <laughs> we were stuck in Chicago. Uh, yeah, so we had to make do. I drove. <laughs> I drove to Brooklyn and uh, drove drove through Indiana on Sunday night. Yeah, and uh, the roads were fine, but I swear we saw minimum of thirty, maybe fifty cars and trucks. Yeah. In ditches on every side of the highway. It was, right. I've never seen anything like it. Crazy. I've seen that. I've seen that a lot. And, and, you know, my dad called me and he's like, you guys might not want to come up here. And I was kind of like, I've seen what you're talking about so many times coming back from tour. I was like, uh, there's no need to push this. Let's just stay home. And so we did. So, what what are we doing on the show today here? Uh, it, it, and whose idea it, was it? <laughs> it? It was my idea, right? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Did you think it was Justine's idea? No, no. I want to assign credit or blame to somebody. <laughs> okay. So last night would have been the first night of uh, the three shows for New Year's Eve. Uh, hopefully it was a success. It was uh, a encore performance of the set that we've been doing for half of this year the here comes the zoo set and then tonight at shank hall and tomorrow in chicago at bottom lounge we're going to do our dumb and dumber set which who knows what that's going to entail uh, we have ideas but uh, we're not going to really know until we all get into the same room and start throwing some of those ideas at the wall as well as costumes on our body uh, and, and Gabe, you're definitely not going to be here for this, right? You're, you're telling me that I shouldn't be there even if I wanted to be. No, no, I'm just, I'm just, I, I'm just wondering if, if I should <laughs> save one of these costumes for you. No, it's not in the cards. I'll tell you who I was going to have you be during the movie. Anyway, so I thought it might be instructive because I'm going to have to do this anyway, is that we do one of our commentary episodes and we do a uh, commentary for dumb and dumber uh and so why do you have to do this anyway do what watch the movie you, oh is that what you meant you're gonna have yeah. to watch the movie anyway i got you watch the movie get ideas for the the shows um and you, you made me lose my train of thought here sorry I'm trying to clarify oh, so, for everyone so i figured we we need an expert like we had uh, a grease two expert we had gwen on the show uh so i figured I bring the biggest dumb and dumber expert, uh, Justine. So that she's here with us. Quite a title, and I will take it. Thank you very much. You're a dumb <laughs> and dumber expert. I took a class in college. Yeah. Yep. And, and yeah. Taught it too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you might have heard the story before, but when uh, Justine and I first met, when we were talking about movies, she's like, "Oh yeah, Goodfellas is my favorite movie." Fast forward to uh, us living together, and you know. Each time I come home, she's watching Dumb and Dumber, and I realize she's a liar. And uh, that's another Jim Carrey movie. She's a liar, liar, and her favorite movie is Dumb and Dumber. Yes. You yes, lied to is. me. Uh, no. We started this whole thing under false no. pretenses. No, Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies as well. can quote that almost as much as I can quote Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> I don't think – no, no. I, you, anyway. How many times you do you think a, you've seen Dumb and Dumber, Justine? Great question. I'm going to say 820. Come on. <laughs> uh, 
1,820, maybe. <laughs> That's like my cousin Vinny numbers for me. <laughs> Just you can put it on when you're going to bed. You can put it on before a shower. You can put it on after a shower when you're getting ready. You can put it on weekend. before you kill yourself. <laughs> Gabe, so, what, what movie would you have say that you've seen the most? Grease 2? No. You'll be shocked to Pat hear Haley's Take Me? No. <laughs> there was a time when I watched Pretty in Pink almost nonstop. And I'm not oh, joking. That's a good one. Is it? Uh, yeah. Well, 16 Candles is probably the one to have seen the most. I think I like some kind of wonderful more than I like Pretty in Pink. Uh, you like I love that John Aston scene when he says, where's the fucking money, Keith? Makes which me one cry has, every time. Because the money's gone, Dad. Which one has John Cryer as Ducky? That's pretty in That's pink. That's pretty in pink. So who's the goofball in some kind of wonderful? Oh, it's is it Mary Stuart Masterson? Is it a female goofball? Yes. It's a whole different plot, I guess. It doesn't it's really. It's the have same like plot, the, but, but the just sexes are reversed somehow. Yes, kind of. But there's no really... John Cryer or Anthony Michael Hall analog in some kind of wonderful, except for Mary Stuart Masterson, I guess. Might it be the ball guy that who's in all the. Uh... The guy who was in Crash, and he plays a skinhead, and he turns out to be uh, Elias Kateas or whatever. Yes, yes. Oh, he's, he's in, in some, some kind of wonderful. wonderful. Yeah, and he turns out to be um, wow. Eric Stoltz's biggest ally. Is that the Ludicrous Crash or the other one? What? Ludicrous isn't he in Crash or the other Crash? No, that's the bad Crash. The bad I'm talking crash. about the good Crash. Okay. The good, the good one. The good one. Yeah. And where does Dave Matthews fall into these, to this rating system? Question is, where does Crash from the, oh. the film, the original soundtrack of Dumb and Dumber fall into this? And we're about to find out. Who does Crash? The Primitives. The Primitives, see? <laughs> because you have the soundtrack? Because she's an expert. <laughs> that too. Can you guess one artist from the 90s who refused to be on the soundtrack because the, num the name was so dumb? Local H. Yay! <laughs> um, Who? Beck. Beck. Refused. They wanted to use Loser? Probably. Yeah. No, he, I don't know. <laughs> but I do have notes. Look at this. Why, you know, notes? She's made copious it's notes. one of us. <laughs> I think we'll get into this, but I think like the two hallmarks of the Farrelly Brothers movies are their kind of idiosyncratic soundtrack taste. They always they have like this weird indie music thing that they always bring in, like whether it's Jonathan Richmond, like in a movie or Freddie Johnson right. or this whole thing. And then yeah, like, but I don't think um, this is idiosyncratic, is it? It's just bad. This is a bad soundtrack. The, the, well, what I was going to say is like the, their other hallmark, their other thing that they're in my mind known for other than like movies that may or may not be funny, depending on <laughs> your taste in comedies, but that they that they cast all these um, people with disabilities. Um, and that also ah. isn't really present in this movie. This I've I've had. Oh, well, there's I've, Billy in 4C. He's in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah. Sure. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. But that kid is not an actual kid. I don't think so. I think he's an, and he's I blind. recognize that actor. Oh, right. He's yeah. blind for real. Well, yeah. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. See that bird. That's what I was going to have Gabe dress up as. As the pretty bird. Uh, yes. Oh. But that kid, that actor is not actually blind. No. no I've no. seen him in other movies, I think. I forgot that this is their first movie. So yeah, it's the first movie. Their first movie. Also, 
This is the same year that Mask came out and Ace Ventura. Jesus yeah. Christ. Jim Carrey yeah. was on fire. And his originally he was supposed to get $40,000 and he ended up getting $7 million because Ace Ventura did so good while they were filming this movie. And by the way, Jeff Daniels, who nobody wanted. In and we movie, just start yeah. the fucking movie. Because <laughs> 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 I know we're not going to have time for these finer. Why are we not gonna, why? We got an hour and 45 minutes. Well, you know who who Harry was supposed to be was Nicolas Cage. Yeah, that was supposed to be great. Nicolas Cage and Gary Oldman. But all I was going to say is that that <laughs> Jeff Daniels, who was was an established actor, wound up getting fifty grand for this movie. I mean, it's like Jim Carrey gets seven million, and Jeff Daniels gets set fifty thousand dollars. Yikes! Jeff wow. Daniels was not going to put asses in seats. Well, also if, his manager did not want him doing this movie, but he wanted to do it because he wanted to act. With okay, Jim can we? This is all stuff that we should be <laughs> talking right, about right, while right. we roll the film. All right, are you ready? Let's see. Where did I put? This I'm ready. Thing? So we can't actually show the film when we're doing it, can we? We're, we're, are we going to... People have to listen hey, along. Hey, Gabe, remember we did this last year? We did it twice. I know, but I'm trying to think of the the listener's perspective. Oh, suddenly you care about the listeners. So Ben, ben is I'm going to count down, and you, you at home have the DVD, the New Line DVD, or Blu-ray, or... Uh, uh, whatever you're going to stream it from ready to go and ben will count down and then you'll press play right ben is that how we do it i'll do that but that may not work but you'll be able to hear the sound from the movie you can sync yourselves up and when when the uh, new line logo shows up one of us will say the new line logo just showed up so but it shows up twice too which is always confusing to me yeah but well, that's on the, the video thing. he's not going to show the oh, video he's going to show right. the yeah. <laughs> i don't know what i'm showing we put on something the other day it was new line and justin's like i know what this is <laughs> It wasn't. <laughs> it was female trouble. Perfect. Even better. Okay. We're ready? Yes. Are you going to count down? No, I just hit start, but we'll see what happens. Oh, new line is coming right now. Everyone can hear it. Yeah, but how are they going to sync up? They're not going to sync up with this. Boom. I would have sync up. Right there. I'm guaranteeing half your fan base have seen this movie before. So okay. I don't it doesn't matter. But they Ten. have to follow along. Nine. Eight. You can start from three, you know. Three, two, one, <laughs> hit play. <laughs> See, I told you it's twice. I told you. <laughs> There's the new line. But I mean, people can sync it up with the sound of their own freaking TVs going, wow. Listen, that's the way you do it when you put on Dark Side of the Moon. Just, it works. Okay. We open on Hope Street. In the good old town of Providence. Is this lady famous? Is she a supermodel or something, Justine? Uh, this, no information on this woman. I'm sure Some expert you turned out to be. I didn't be. look. <laughs> Did he actually start in the front seat and crawl to the back seat, Justine? I'm supposed no. to be doing you know who's driving, though? Who? You'll find out. Can we talk about the fact that this is an actual chip tooth that Jim Carrey has? That he had Yeah. He had the crown removed just for this movie? <laughs> no, he removed the crown with a That's broken bottle. Oh, he wait, did he, it himself. Like John McCauley? <laughs> wait, he did that? That wasn't just something no, he had? Oh, no, he took no. it off himself. No he fucking did? way. He had the chip, and then the night before, 
he said he wanted to do something to the character, so he took a beer bottle and broke his own crown off. Okay, so now, he did have man, a chip before. Yes. He had yes. the chip before. Right, right. So that's much more of a commitment to the role than Brandon Fraser putting on a fat suit. Okay, <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there. Char- Carrie's chipped tooth is genuine, resulting from a fight with a classmate in his childhood. See, I remember when I saw this movie for the first time and this music started, I was I had one foot out the door. Yeah. I mean, I was not a pet detective fan. So I was not really in much of a mindset to be bowled over by this. Well, I mean, the Farrelly brothers didn't even know who Jim Carrey was either. So you're not, you're not alone. Well, nobody knew who the Farrelly brothers were either. You say Farrelly, I say Farrelly. I, Farrelly. I, knew, uh, I knew Jim Carrey from Living Color. I thought he was great. Right. And I also used to watch that show Duck Factory that he was on. Uh, Where Duck he plays Factory. like an he, yeah he, it's like a it was a sitcom and he plays like an animator in Hollywood. Well, I remember, gets her, she gets her. Remember uh, Jim Carrey from what was the vampire movie Once Bitten? Yeah. With uh, Lauren Hutton. Uh, I'll tell you who's in Once Bitten. I mean, and that yeah, was a Lord good. Hutton. You are right. That was a good, like, seven years earlier. I mean, it's, it's crazy. He'd been kicking around for a while before he became a superstar. Well, in that year, like you said, it was this movie, Ace Ventura, and Cable Guys, who's the first actor to ever have three movies, with number one, in one year. No, it was The Mask, was the other one. Yeah, right? Mask. Oh, Mask. And then Cable Guy came after. Right. Dark and that was. Ace- it was Ace Ventura that uh, that after Living Color really was the I think that was the first one to come out and it was a huge right. fucking out of nowhere hit. But to have that, this, and Mask in the same year, that's it's crazy. Yeah, it is. Did you see who was the director of photography on this, Scott? Uh, no. Mark was- Irwin. Mark Irwin from David Cronenberg fame. I think Mark Irwin shot Dead Crash. Zone. Dead Zone, your favorite. <laughs> oh, and then he got rid of him in favor of Peter Shushitsky. Who? Peter Shushitsky. I spell it. S. It's a lot easier to spell than it is to say. S U C H I S T Z K Y. No one's calling you dumb. It's impressive. Thanks. I don't know. That's right, though. Gabe, did you tell a story on this podcast in the early days about getting dragged to see Dumb and Dumberer with yes. the Dumber guys two. on the road? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I don't remember seeing this movie. Uh, I saw your luggage. This movie? I've seen it, but I don't remember the, what happens. Oh. So where are you headed? It's like I'm watching it for the first time. Justine, when did you first see this movie? Was it in a theater? No. Actually, I don't know where I first saw it. I was kind of young when it came out. <laughs> um, 
No, I, I would just watch it literally every single night. Every single night. For 830 days. For 830, 819 days, 21 days. On cable or you had a, a DVD or a VHS? No, I had the VHS. We burned through that, so we had to get another one. So. You know, like ant farms. What's the matter? A little tense about the flight? Something like that. But when I was younger, I always thought that she had a gun. So I thought it was going to go a completely different way. <laughs> when she does that, it looks like a gun. Kind of like what I thought was going to happen in After Sun. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Gabe is transfixed. Look at him. I'm watching this as if I want to know what's going to happen, not that I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I, I never liked Ace Ventura. I don't remember liking this when I first saw it. I, I remember liking the mask, but I would say that now, watching them now, I think maybe this is the most watchable yeah. Jim, Jim Carrey performance out of those three. Like, I think he's pretty fucking funny in this movie. It's say. He's great. It's pretty solid, but the mask has got a lot going for it. And, uh, I mean, is this the best Fairly Brothers movie, though? That's that's the big question. No, something about Mary. You think something about Mary's better than this? Sometimes. I can't believe you're saying this. <laughs> It's like I don't even know you. This is worse than the, the Goodfellas thing. Was Cher in Mask? Uh, she was. Oh my God. <laughs> now, I know you saw Mask with me. The Mask. Not Mask. But I know you saw The Mask with me in the theater game. At the Dunes? No, I don't think so. I th think we saw it on tour or something. Uh, it sounds familiar. Or maybe we saw it at Lakehurst. I get uncomfortable. We've missed this already, but every time I see Jeff Daniels feeding those dogs in the back seat and, it, and he's giving them stuff with tinfoil, I keep thinking the dogs are going to eat the tinfoil. Don't do that. Don't do that. And that's not like, I think that's like a, a meta issue. Like, I don't think he, his character is supposed to be so dumb that he's feeding the dogs tinfoil. I just think it's like, I don't know. It disturbs me. It's, yeah, definitely not responsible. Once again, he's just, you know, committing to the character. <laughs> mm, that's what you say. My favorite. Well, that's Lauren and Holly, right? Yes. yes. And they got married in real life. Are they still married? IRL. IRL. No, they're not. For one year. But they're not still together. No, the love fizzled out. I guess. I used to watch Lauren Holly. You want to be? You want to be married to that? Still. <laughs> what a dope. That fucking. You used Genius. to watch Lauren Holly and what? Picket fences. That was my show. Wow. She would be in a show. How old was she? Fences. It was that. before this. It was so it was maybe like early earlier nineties. This is nineteen ninety four. If we haven't said that yet. It is nineteen ninety four, right? Wow. Something about Mary, huh? It, it's a funny movie. My favorite Farley Brothers movie is Shallow Hal. Come <laughs> on, you lie. <laughs> Give me you like shallow hall. I do like shallow hall. Also, it's got whoa. Jason Alexander with a tail. Yeah, that's disgusting. None of these other, <laughs> of these other movies have that. Oh, it's so terrible. It's so well, awful. actually, if you didn't, if you haven't been watching, Jeff Daniels is wearing a fucking tail right now. Good point. You make a good point. <laughs> and there's Duff, Karen Duffy from the MTV days. That's Karen Duffy. Yeah. Yeah, it's Karen Duffy. That's what I'm dressing up as. <laughs> <clears throat> You're, you're distorting again, Ben. You're you're very very excited. Am about I? This. Okay, I'll back off. <laughs> Is that now, better? Th 
Bro, my love. <laughs> All right, it's funny. Now that's a, a an Aiello brother, right? Mike Starr. That guy. The the big. That's thug? Mike Starr. Mike Starr. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but he no, was he... in Goodfellas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's yeah, in. I told you I like Goodfellas. I'm, I'm the commandant. I'm the night watchman. The joke. It's me. I was surprised to discover how many movies Duff was in. I only ever knew her from MTV. I didn't realize she had like a whole screen career. I could have went She's the rest awesome. of my life without thinking about Duff, and now I have to <clears throat> remember her. Gabe was a big Duff fan. No, I like Kennedy better than Duff. Well, yes, I was going to say, you went through a Kennedy period, <laughs> and then you became a Duff fan. But you want to she hear some of the many movies that Mike Starr was in? Please. Regale us. He was in Cruising, the William Friedkin thing. Fuck yeah. He was in the Money Pit. Can I can I say that uh, the that the Beeman brothers, one yeah. of who we've had on the show from yeah, Killer yeah. Hill and Helmet, uh, they are working on right now. They're working on the set of uh, William Friedkin's final movie at eighty-seven. Nice. He's eighty-seven. William Freakin is 87, and they're working on his final movie. Unfreaking believable. Unfreaking believable, yes. His last few movies right. have been pretty good, right? He did those um, Tracy Letts movies, right? Bugs that was. And yeah, Killer well, Joe. What has he done since done, Killer Joe? I don't know. He did another play, right? Yeah, I think he's been doing plays. Uh, Mike, Mike Starr was in Radio Days, the Woody Allen movie. Mike Starr oh, was in. Big fan. Who's That Girl, the Madonna movie? Oh, not a big fan. Mike Starr was in Five Corners, the John Patrick Shanley movie, which I like Justine a lot. loves that movie. Justine, I did a commentary track that's actually on the Blu-ray or the DVD for Five Corners. How do you like them apples? I'd love to hear that. Yeah, I'll <laughs> send Maybe you a Maybe I stay awake this Sweet. time. Oh, you don't like that movie, Scott? It's great. I, could, I couldn't stay awake. I, I was all about it. They always freak out when you leave. Um, Mike Starr was in Funny Farm, the uh, Chevy Chase movie. Gabe's a huge fan. Mike Starr was in Punchline. Is that the Tom Hanks is a comedian movie? Or Ooh. Sally Field? Sally Field is a comedian? And Tom Hanks. Okay, both of them. Both. <laughs> Mike Starr was in Lean On Me. Aww. Mike Starr is in Uncle Buck. You Chicago peeps. Good one. Um, I like that. Born on the 4th of July. Good fellas. Good fellas. Wait. Here's here's Mike Starr's claim to fame because here's two movies that are forever tied together in my mind. Although Scott, I don't think you and I have argued about this. Mike Starr is in Goodfellas, but he's also in Miller's Crossing, which were the two gangster movies that sort of came out at the same time. One of them yes. got a lot of acclaim, and the other one not so much. State of Grace was another one. Oh uh, yeah, he was in Free Jack, which I just watched. <laughs> so wait, wait, what's the thing that we've never argued about? There used to be a. There used to be when they both came out at the same time, Goodfellas and Miller's Crossing. My friends and I used to argue about which was the better movie, and I was always a Miller's Crossing. No, 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 no. Nobody argues about that. No, there's never we been a point at the time, where anybody has listen, ever youngster, thought Miller's Crossing. You were too was young. You were still no. watching Tim Burton's no. Batman. No, 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 no. No, I wasn't. Ooh. I went on opening day at Burnham Plaza <laughs> in Chicago. To see Goodfellas. I ran all the way because I was running late. I'll never forget it. I was not too young. Are you kidding? 
And what happened when you tried to see Miller's Crossing? It was sold out? No, it was not sold out. There was a lot less people in the theater. Yes. But I, I, lo- I loved Miller's Crossing as okay. well. Okay, all right. Good. That's all. I went early enough that I got a one of those booklets. Mike Starr. Oh, I never in... noticed that guy's pissing in the corner. He must have taken it with him. Mike Starr, Sorry. who we're looking at right now. you notice? He was in Hudsucker Proxy. He was in Blown Away, that Jeff Bridges bomb movie. You know, that bomber. Not very good. Yeah, it was a bomb. Mike Starr was in Ed Wood. Oh, great one. He was the guy who owned the uh, the film company. Yeah. The I could go on and company. on. You so, could. Yeah, you're saying that he has no right to be in this movie, basically. I, I always thought he was an Aiello. Is there more than one Aiello? Apparently not. Oh, this is the extended version. This is oh. the extended version? Uh-huh. Oh, Ben, that you fucked us. Oh, you fucked us, Ben. Oh, no. The original. Which film is which scene is not in the original? When she gives the look when he's killing the bird. Oh. <laughs> so we'll just let people know that we're watching the extended version. Yeah, we're watching the one where the bird's neck. Uh, have have, have any music selections come on other than the opening one yet? The what? Any music selections no, come through? No, no. Oh, here we're gonna get. Oh, Nick Cave, Red Right, Red right Hand. It's a crazy. That's a crazy song to be in this movie. Which is also not on the soundtrack. It's true. If you buy it. And why it's in this scene, I'll never know. It works. I guess so. It's got a mood to it. So we could potentially cover a Nick Cave song. I think you should. Well, that's good. This song, Red Right Hand, please do. Uh, Yes, obviously it would be this one. Um, We didn't mention that the soundtrack itself, the incidental music, is by Todd Rundgren. Wow. Ah, Good old Todd. Maybe that's why I like been so into him lately. Todd Rundgren? Uh-huh. He was in the running to produce uh, Pack Up the Cats. Excuse me. Cool. I had a good conversation with him once. One day. I saw the light. Is that time right? Gabe was in the other room while I was having it. Oh. I was? <laughs> yeah, you were in the other room on your computer. Doing what? Where? Remember this at all? I don't know. Chatting in a chat room. I think so. Maybe I could wear that outfit. Hey. <laughs> It'd be hot. Now this woman might count as an actor with a disability. Being old is a disability. Well, or just... she's driving around on one of those scooters. You know, she. Can't... I think we should be talking about this. <laughs> old bag. The old bag. <laughs> so I also read that Jeff Daniels was not allowed to brush his hair throughout the whole filming of this movie. Sounds like a holiday. It's pretty gnarly. <laughs> Sounds like a dream come true. Right, Gabe? <laughs> Compare their apartment about? to the apartment that Gabe and Scott shared in Chicago. This has pretty. carpet. <laughs> At least. You wanted carpet in that apartment? That would have been No, horrible. but I hated walking on the hardwood. It's just so loud. Every time you drop something or move something, it's just so loud. Pick up your feet. You stomp no. around like a Clydesdale. No. That's it. Soft feet. You gotta have the warm floors. <laughs> warm floors. Gabe loves his warm floors. I don't blame him. Okay, just calm down. What the hell are we doing here, Harry? We gotta get out of this town. Yeah, and go where? Where are we gonna go? I'll tell you where. Someplace warm. A 
place where the beer flows like wine. Where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon of... The bottom lunch. I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. Aspen. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. Wait a minute. <laughs> Here's a question. Yeah. What are the salmon of Capistrano? No, but who's in the title? Which one of these guys is dumb and which one is dumber? I think Harry's dumb and Lloyd is dumber. See, I think... Now, wait. Harry is Harry is Jeff Daniels and Lloyd is... Is Lloyd Christmas. Is Jim right, Carrey. But it's Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. So Jim Carrey is the dumber of the two. I think you're right about that. I think Lloyd's the dumb. He's and Harry's the dumber. Really? But he's kind of smart. Well, if if he's getting top billing, he's dumb. True. I mean, he did make seven million, and Jeff Daniels only made fifty grand. I would say that Jeff Daniels is the dumber of the two. Yes. Yeah. I think Jeff a, Daniels just wanted to have fun. Is it a Bo Derek poster on the wall? Yeah. Do you remember what poster we had on our refrigerator in Chicago, Scott? No, I don't. You don't? How can you forget? Uh, no, what it was, was it? a poster of Jewel. <laughs> do you remember that? It was Jewel. I don't remember. Oh, now I do. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> I could have gone the rest of my life never remembering that. Isn't, Jewel, isn't she Canadian just like Jim Carrey? Jewel? Yeah, she's, she's Canadian, right? I thought she was she's Alaskan. Alaskan. Oh. So yeah. Close enough. She lives yeah. in her car with Jim Carrey. <laughs> should we be playing a drinking game? I feel like we should. Well, here's your third song. Who's this dead-eyed dick? No. Oh, who's doing this awful cover? Oh. I will tell you. It's the Proclaimers, those guys proclaimers. who would walk 500 miles. This is the Proclaimers doing Get Ready? Yeah. I would not do this just on general principle alone. Lloyd, what are you doing? It feels like you're running at an incredible rate. That's what are Ryan you? does in the car all the time. <laughs> are you going to make the van be this for New Year's? I say do a little road trip to Milwaukee in a shag wagon. Don't ruin it, Justine. Damn. You'll just have to come and find out. There's someone in Chicago in our neighborhood that has this exact van, too. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> Justine saw it one time. We turned the corner, and there it was. And she fell to her knees and started crying. <laughs> wow. All this van stuff is very Cheech and Chong, right? Like very Cheech and Chong's next movie, whichever yeah. one they're in the van. And they also do that pee stuff in, in that Cheech and Chong movie. Is Cheech and Chong the one that the van is made out of? The first Cheech and Chong, the van's made out of pop, but then... Still smoking. They've, they've got, yeah, but then they've got a van in next movie, or it's an ice cream truck where they're selling pot out of the ice cream truck. That's I Nice Dreams. I think you're getting it con confused. Oh, that's with, Nice Dreams, that's right. That's Nice Dreams. But next movie, they're in a van, and they do a whole joke with pee, because he pees into a cup, and then he... Uh, right. Chong, Chong eats some soap or something, and it wash it out, he hands him the pee, and he starts... Puking pee all over the place. This is who Gabe was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> what? Billy and Forsey. 
I can see it. No, he's going to be the bird. I was going to be the bird. <laughs> we, he'd walk over, sing his part, and I just stroke him. That's not in the original movie either. Never noticed that. What? <laughs> she picks her ass when she's walking by him. That's in the original movie. I, I don't remember that. I think this is the original this version. Is the extended and you just version. haven't seen this movie as many times as you know. No, this have. is the extended version. I didn't know there was an extended version. I'm sorry. I, I downloaded the only thing I could find. No. You downloaded this? There's like three alternate endings, too. So I'm curious to see which one this one's going to be. What? Like Clue? <laughs> this clock's in a, a, an hour and 52 minutes and 50 seconds. So. Oh, yeah. About three minutes longer than Whoever the you are, find that version and watch that version. It's about three minutes longer than the. Uh, and this waitress is also more of a bitch in this version, too. Watch. Real version. <laughs> She's not nice. Flow like the TV show. What is the soup du jour? It's the soup of the day. That sounds good. I'll have that. Yeah, that's a joke that never not happens. Never, never not happens. It doesn't have any bubbles. That's a quoted line in your. Private lives. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> now that's not in the original nope. version. It's Hunter, it's extended version. She's nasty in this one. Feels good to mingle with these back country folks. Now we're back. I see. Yeah. You're right, Justine. Thank you. Again. I don't know why you ever doubted her. What? It's <laughs> what we do. We don't support each other. You spilled the salt. That's what's the matter. Salt. Spilling the salt is very bad luck. We're driving across the country. The last thing we need is bad luck. Quick, toss some salt over your right shoulder. What the hell? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually learned something today about good old Seabass here. Yeah, what? He is a pro NHL player for the Bruins. And the... Pirelli brothers were huge Bruins fans, so they got him in them. And here, his name is Cam Neely. Never knew that. Please, oh, believe me, I would never do anything to offend a man of your size. Kick his ass, Seabass! Go ahead, Seabass. You gonna eat that? What, that? No, yes. No. Well, no, I, I crossed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather be this guy, Gabe? <laughs> no. Still wanted. Now, does this qualify as gross out humor? Yeah, that's their whole thing. Well, I mean, technically, it only got on the lettuce, so I would just push it over. But I don't think there's a lot of gross out humor in this. Oh my God, there is. Really? In this one? Himself on the toilet? Uh, yeah, but we just. It's not Babylon. That's nothing. Yeah. I was gross in Babylon. The beginning? Oh, the elephant. Yeah. <laughs> Follow me. Well, I would say that they're, I think that the Farrelly's, that's their thing is gross out humor. I remember hearing that, but to think of this, like other than the toilet scene, which. Well, I'll point out, I think there's some, I think you're right. I think it's not, I think. Pleasant scene. 
I think an issue with this movie is it's not as gross as it should be. Like, it should go further. It, it, it eventually gets anarchic. It takes a while. But there's this scene where they're eating the hot sauce or the hot peppers. Uh, and, like, if it was really gross, out, you'd actually see them barfing. There's a lot of, like, almost throwing up in this movie, but not you don't actually see it. Yeah, but I don't think they really went for the gross-out humor until later. Okay. I think you get a lot more of it in something about Mary and Kingpin. Antarctic? What? They're very nice. What did you say, Ben? <laughs> Anarchic. Anarchic. Not Antarctic. Ann Arbor, Michigan, I was saying. I would wish I was oh, okay. there right now. I thought you were saying a word that I'd never heard before. Yeah, I guess I was. Well, here's an antidote for you, Gabe. <laughs> All right, next song coming right up. What is it? The sweater song. Ooh, this is a sweater song. Sweater. This song gets disqualified simply because of the way he says sweater. <laughs> now here's something interesting, Ben. He basically re, re, where'd you come up with that idea to do this? And Jim Carrey basically recites the no, Jack, oh yeah. plot of something wild. Huh. Which Jeff Daniels was in. Which Jeff Daniels is in, yes. That 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 is the you're right. Not everybody knows that that's the point, but but it's a nice meta reference to something wild. Oh Jeff, when you used to be an actor. Now you're doing this. <laughs> I mean, Jeff's always been kind of funny, hasn't he? No, this is his first comedic role. I I don't know about that. Well, they had actually. He's funny pretty enough, funny in, uh, in terms of endearment. Yeah. They have another comedian that was on the side if he wasn't going to be funny enough that first week, and mm. that comedian is going to be coming up very shortly. Oh, they were going to have him in there. Yeah, see, it wouldn't work though. But I was going to say, if you're talking about the motorcycle cop, I think he probably gives maybe my favorite comic performance in the movie. Well, Harlan Williams. Great, yeah, Harlan Williams. He is funny. So he was supposed to be Harry if Harry messed up. Or but if he Jeff Daniels mess up. messed up. No. That's, part of, that's one of the things they, they would often talk about when casting extras on Seinfeld was that they would always cast. They would find that casting dramatic actors would make... Okay. For better but, casting than casting comedians but because I, they were always funnier because they right. would commit to the role. And by the way, Scott, I'm with you. I think um, Jeff Daniels has plenty of comic or comedic movies that he's in before this. He was in Something Wild, which is a bit of a comedy until it's not. Uh, mm -hmm. He was in Purple Rose of Cairo. That's a comedy. Yeah. Uh, Radio Days is a comedy. Arachnophobia. He's not in Radio Days. Huh? He's not in Radio Days. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, he's is he in Radio Days? He's Biff Baxter in Radio Days. Oh, I stand corrected. Biff Baxter, but come on. But he was in. A, he was the star of Arachnophobia, which is a comic horror movie. Yes. Um, so what's your point? That he was in. I don't know why they. It's true. The story is like they didn't want to cast him because they didn't think he could be funny. But he's right. in plenty of comedies. So I don't get it. Yeah. But what's that? I was just agreeing with you, Scott. That's all. Okay. Good. 
You were interrupting me, so I thought you were going to disagree with me. Oh, sorry. I wasn't even listening to you. What did I interrupt? I was busy getting ready for this guy. You know what? Pumpkin hair cutted freak. Come on. Pumpkin pie hair cutted freak. Pumpkin pie. I love I love his reaction to this drink. You'd keep your mouth shut if you knew it was good for you, buddy. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> this is acting. He owns a pizza place. Why do you do that? Tic-tac, get the hell out of here. See, there's a there's a throwing up that doesn't actually happen. How could they not have gotten a ransom? That's gross out humor right there, Scott Lucas. I left the money exactly. Drinking pee. Yeah. You don't it's think fairly that's fairly tame out? it's fairly tame gross out humor. I agree I mean, that it is, but it's, people, it's still but in that these category. days these days people talk these days. Now you want to talk about these, these days. Listen. <laughs> they call Animal House gross out humor. Yeah. It's just it's just a a blanket term that I, honestly I don't think most of these movies earn. Well, you're not going to get an argument from me about it being a pretty tame gross out. It sounds like I am. I'm just saying I understand why it got labeled that way. It's imperative that we carry on as usual. There she is. Terry Gar. You, Terry Gar. We could drink every time Terry Gar is in a scene because it's only like four times. You wouldn't get drunk. <laughs> now, who's that guy? Which guy? That guy. He's the bad guy. Yeah, but he's in a lot of stuff. Charles Rocket? Charles Rocket from name? SNL. Yeah, that's Charles Rocket who famously got kicked off of Saturday Night Live for saying fuck. Oh. On the air. I didn't know that. I was saying oh, yeah. that. Not that by, the way, by the way, he's dead. He died. It's sad. <gasps> Why? How? Mm. Kick the fucking bucket. That's so sad. How'd he die? I'll let you know in a minute. Hang on. <laughs> no, Lauren Michaels had him killed. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. That's mean what you said. Lauren Michaels has had plenty of people killed. Oh, so do you ow. realize? Whoa, you ready? You ready to hear what happened to Charlie Rocket? Yes. Okay. Charles Rocket was found dead in a field on his Connecticut property on October 7, 2005, with his throat slit. He was 56 <gasps> years old. Ten <laughs> days later, the state medical examiner ruled the death as suicide. He slit his own slit throat, his own throat. I, just like in Wild Things. I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> wild Things, they do that. Who slit? Something wild. That's what I meant. Right? Something wild. No, that didn't actually happen. Well, here's it's, something funny. Gabe's favorite scene. If Is Lloyd it? Christmas married Mary, she would be Merry Christmas. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Do the Farrelly brothers have? I never movie thought of it the, that way. Where the lead female character's name isn't Mary? <laughs> True. <laughs> I Notice the restraint they used. <laughs> can you do that? Could you do that, Gabe? Can you do that? I don't even want to talk about this. What, what are we watching here? I don't remember so, this scene. This so, sign is all. So, Gabe would definitely fall on the gross out humor <laughs> side of this. So this scene is all improvised by Jim Carrey. Hard to yeah, believe. but this is also kind of a ripoff of the the jerk, isn't it? 
Ben. Uh, is it? Does he? Does Does Steve Martin do a, a Bruce Lee thing in The Jerk? I, I can't remember. Yeah, remember? Well, Steve when he Martin. Iron Balls McLean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Steve Martin and Martin Shore were also up for Harry and Lloyd. I could see that. So but Jim Carrey like does a, he does a pretty good Bruce Lee right now. I think that you know he looks like Bruce Lee in some weird ways. <laughs> Racist. Thank you. So would you say? <laughs> so would you say that uh, Jim Carrey was this generation Steve Martin or Jerry Lewis? I think he. I think he would say that Jerry Lewis was his inspiration. Is that what you're asking? Maybe, in some ways, possibly. Is this the cow sills? I believe so. Yeah, the it's rain, the, the beach park, boys, the rain, the park and other things. It's not it's the beach the boys. So we can cover this one. Yeah. Great. Also, you have a bottle of champagne and ice next to a fire place. That's just stupid. stupid. It's not even dumb. Dumb. <laughs> Probably the best way to get out of a dream sequence in a movie <laughs> ever. Right up there with the nice guys. These guys were kind of the Fairley brothers were kind of masters of the uh, the road movie. You know, all their movies are kind of road movies. Well, this and Kingpin, right? But Green Book is kind of a road movie. Oh, it's a total road movie. It's just not as funny. Also an extended scene. <laughs> this is the life cold beer a hot tub and paper thin walls <laughs> there's only one thing that can make this moment any better what's that if you had a nice set of knockers <laughs> that's two things lloyd <laughs> yeah well it's a good thing you're not stacked here. You're right, be banging you right now.
<laughs> That's brilliant. Do these two get along, Justine? Yes. Yeah? <laughs> to lifelong friends, fast friends? Well, Jim Carrey wouldn't do the movie unless they made Jeff Daniels do it. So. <laughs> of course, he could have sweetened the pot by giving him another 50 grand, but, you know, that wasn't going to happen. All right, back to the regular cut of the movie. We had the most incredibly romantic time. I thought we were going to be together forever. And then about a week later, right out of the blue, she sends me a John Deere letter. She give you any reason? Yeah, I called her up. She gave me a bunch of crap about me not listening to her enough or something. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. But the thing that hurt the most is I think she was seeing another guy. Never did find out who. Isn't this the entire plot of the second one? Yep. <laughs> so Lloyd's not a very good friend. No, he's a piece of crap. <laughs> I mean, but you can tell right now. <laughs> well, it's sort of the reverse in this movie, right? What do you mean? In, in that Jeff Daniels ends up spending all this time with Lauren Holly. Oh, right. Right, right. But I feel like he just falls into that. Like, he didn't actually seek that out. And then who is this guy? Is this Ray Romano? No. No, it's another <laughs> comedian that used to be on that, like, animated psychiatrist show. What was it called? Dr. Katz? Dr. Katz. Okay. Great show. What? He was the uh, second people. guy behind Harlan in case... Oh, really? Harlan wasn't funny, and then they were going to send him. There was an animated uh, series of this movie. I don't believe this guy slit his own throat. I just don't believe it. <laughs> no, I don't buy it. It was definitely, it was definitely the henchman of Lorne Michaels. Now that guy, he the comedian like guy, he was, wasn't he in an episode of uh, Seinfeld? I'm sure he was. He had to be. These jokers have got a lot of money and it belongs to me. I want to know who they are and what they're doing with it. Slit his own throat, huh? I told you already, I'm on it. Ear to ear. That's commitment. Gabe, how you doing over there? This is the whole movie. They got this briefcase and they need to get it. Right? Pretty much. Uh -huh. They're trying to get it back to her and they're trying to get it from him. Okay, oh. here's the sweater song. What do you mean you don't right? Wait, is this that? Is this that band? Um, the Suns. Oh. They're just chilling here tonight in winter tonight. Did we miss the bear Brad, song? I brought my sweater. No, no, not yet. Huh. Green jelly or Jello, yeah. whatever yeah, they were at jelly. that time. The bear song, Green Jello, Jelly. Are, are green they jelly. Green Jello now or Jelly? According jelly. to what I'm looking at, it said at jelly. At this point? They had to change their name to Jelly. Remember we went to go see them? I, One of the worst yeah. shows you ever made me go to. <laughs> so they were green jello before. And so is that why it. they went? Because of this fucking movie? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> I want you to get up here. Lie down on the front seat. 
When they pick me up, you follow us. You got that? Keep your shirt on. Couldn't tell you that. If somebody told you he was an Aiello brother, you'd believe it, right? Sure. Yeah. You're not out of okay. your mind. Okay, that's all I needed. But here's a, here, Gabe, you were asking if this is the whole movie. Here's what I like about this movie. Is that it it this this whole thing where they're chasing them just kind of peters out. Uh about the halfway mark and then it, he said it, Peter. Yeah. Like it doesn't turn into this total action thing that most of these like road movie action comedies turn into. Like the, the, this whole like this green whole, book like pursuit thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, like green book. <laughs> Uh, it just doesn't it doesn't build to anything, which I actually like because like those movies are boring. I mean, but it does. It just once they get to that, like Mike Star dies soon, and then that's the end of this whole. Oh, oh! Jesus Christ! <laughs> also, this whole scene improvised by Jim Carrey. <laughs> Hard to. Well, he's not the only one in the scene. Yeah, but Justine. he's improvising, and they're all going off it. Uh, if you know anything about improv, as well as how to podcast, everybody's involved. It's not just one person. Yes, and? Fellas. Think we could listen to the radio or something? Radio. You hear listen the sound? Listen to the radio or something. So your voice sounds to me right now. That's <laughs> what my voice sounds like to a lot of people. It's not just you. Ooh, the look on Jeff Daniels' face. I know he's trying to do comedy, but something about his chin really gets to me. And this scene accentuates that chin that I hate so much. Pick him up. This is the hot food scene. I don't remember this at all. Yeah. Oh, no, I do. Okay. <laughs> this is like what you and Justine's dad did. <laughs> I thought the Green Jello song was right when they get to this restaurant. Maybe it's when they leave. I think it was, in the, like other, I think it was in the other restaurant scene where Seabass is fighting with them it's a double dare yeah okay you're on no that's a different song that's oh. um i don't know who that song is it's not so bad it's more tingly than hot yeah <laughs> this is like that episode with your dad Might I say he handled it a little bit better than you did. Yeah. How many takes did they do with that? Sitting down to a nice boys. 
Oh, how nice for you. Don't forget that your bread plate is on the left. Look, I can't have these guys running around Aspen. Don't worry. They ain't gonna be running around nowhere after I dump a little rat poison in their Shirley Temple. Oh, here is we go. Is this the song? Yes. Okay. Was it good? Why? The green jello jelly song. Why did the bear cross the road to get to the other side? That song. What yeah. is that condiment next to the fire extinguisher, though? Is that vinegar? Looks like it. was one bag and briefcase well, no no the briefcase isn't even ours some lady left at the airport we're just bringing it back to her how's your burger <laughs> you mean you, you don't even know her yeah it looks like a vinegar <laughs> sauce <laughs> talk about being in the wrong place at the wrong time <laughs> Yeah, well, he's going to end up in a trash can. <laughs> Do you think anyone's ever died from eating a pepper like that? I've almost died from eating a pepper like that. I know. But Is this the position anyone... you found Scott in on the floor of the kitchen when you came home that night? <laughs> More, fetal. Laugh at him. <laughs> More fetal. More <laughs> fetal. But that is how I left. than anybody Pretty else here. yeah i know you don't really like comedies do you gabe one minute you're chewing on a burger the next minute you're dead you do, do a hurdy gurdy man you do what hurdy gurdy man this is hurdy gurdy man uh -huh. who's doing it butthole surfers no. oh it's butthole surfers you do hurdy gurdy man you mean he was poisoned wouldn't be embarrassing we found these next to the body Waitress says he came in with a couple of younger guys. Now they're the ones who called the ambulance, and then they hit the road. Get any idea where they were going? We just received a report. They were seen headed west on I-80 towards Colorado. You know, this set was uh, inspired by the Goodfellas uh, yes, sir. set in Goodfellas. For... Oh, yeah, the Goodfellas set in Goodfellas? That's right. <laughs> and the hot detective. The Tiki Lounge? Yeah. The hot detective was in Friends? 
Well, it's hot to me. What song is this? Take by the Lupins. Oh. Lupins? Should we do a Lupin song, Gabe? I could have went another 20 years without hearing about the Lupins. <laughs> what are those guys' name? No idea. Yeah, you do. There's Lance. Lance Lupin? The, yeah. And then the other dude had a funny name, like Swizzle or something like that. Swizzle. What was his name? The Lupins? I have no idea. The singer of the Lupins. Couldn't tell. They had a radio show on Q101. Really? Skis, huh? Jimmy. You remember that? Jimmy's Chicken Shank. Gray. No. Oh. It wasn't. The yours? Uh-huh. Stoli. Was that his name? <laughs> Stoli, right? I have to look it up. I just did. Um, me, what was what was she in? That's not the girl from the craft, is it? I don't think so. You talking about this woman who plays the the woman police the woman officer? Who plays the woman? Shh, well, that's a plot point that hasn't been revealed yet. Well, you shouldn't be watching this for the first that's time. That's right. That's why when Justine yelled at me for saying that my star was going to die. I was like, what the fuck kind of thing are we doing here? Uh, uh, her name is Victoria Lynn Rowell. She began her career as a ballet dancer. She made her debut in the Bill Cosby movie, Leonard Part Six. Oh, wow. Poor girl. Jesus. And then she was on The uh, Young and the that's a movie we. That's a movie we should do a commentary for. Sure. Leonard Part Six. <laughs> oh man, you gotta be shitting me. <laughs> if it ain't my old friend. <laughs> right on time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of luggage for a little vacation. That's how you get away from a predator. Ass, That's a set. Ass back. <laughs> Astrologer told me that I really should stay away from accident prone guys, so you know. Well, you know, I... that's a nice pratfall <laughs> from Jeff Daniels. That might be my favorite scene. <laughs> what, that? Where he falls down? <laughs> I'll tell you what my favorite scene is when it comes up. It's the scene that turned me around on this movie. Oh. Myself. I won't say it's said, you know, meet up. <laughs> subtle humor, but it's about as subtle as this movie gets. I'm guessing it in my head right now. Okay. I think you probably know because I quote it all the time. Look, why don't you just tell it to me? I got a really good memory. Well, the number's 555 905. Oh, hey, she's from Illinois. Because of the 555 area code? No, because the 555 license plate. K9M. I'll show you a happy place. Here's your happy place. 
I wonder if the Bruins were good this year. 94. 93 or 94. I only know Breezy Bruin. Well, I wonder how far into the shoot they are because Jeff Daniels' hair is looking pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> That guy was in Friends? The middle guy? Or that guy? No, the middle guy. The young guy. Who was he on Friends? Uh, someone that Rachel went on a date with. No, I don't think that's him. I know everyone Rachel has gone on a date with, and that's mm. definitely not him. He's the hot guy. Hey, look, we're almost in Colorado. What do you say we change seats? I've been driving for nine straight hours. I don't have the energy to start a new state. You know, the, the, mean, the main detective, the African-American gentleman, I'll let you kiss me. is uh, yes. this guy Felton Perry. He was in a million things. He was. Let's hear some of them. All right. Uh, he was in um, Walking Tall, the original Walking Tall. No, really? Yeah. He's in Magnum Force. Nice. He's in Towering Inferno. I remember him in Magnum Force. Yeah. That's exactly where I remember him from. He's in RoboCop. That's where I remember him from. Exactly. RoboCop. <laughs> um, and then Gabe, have you seen RoboCop, Gabe? No, I have not. Who's in it? Wait, are you kidding me? You've never seen RoboCop. That doesn't seem possible. No. It's possible. It's, I've never seen it. it. I don't know why I said I'm going to go another 50 years without seeing it. No, you're not. We're doing that next week. <laughs> RoboCop <laughs> seems like a movie you should do one of your drive-in shows with it playing in the backdrop. Yeah. Do an 80s thing. We'll, we'll watch it next week. We're, we'll bump We'll bump your buddy. What okay. song is this? Who is this, Justine? Um, one minute. It's, cra it's Crash by the Primitives. This is Crash by the Primitives. And now we come full circle. This is the this is my favorite song on this soundtrack, I think. Really? You uh, sure you don't like whiny whiny? Yeah, no, I don't think I do. Oh I then you know, can we still be friends by Todd Rundgren plays over the end credits, so that's pretty good. Whiny Whiny by Willie One Blood? I don't know that song. <laughs> Is it good? I was thinking the same thing. That John Denver is full of shit. Is that the one you quote all the time? Is that your favorite scene? No. Oh. Anybody can make a mistake. Stop being a baby. So we backtracked a tad. So gross. Todd. Justine, did you say it was gross, as in gross out humor? Yes. It's not that gross. A man's ass crack in a dusty field in Nebraska. It's pretty gross to me. Gabe's got no problem with it. 
Gabe, so far, uh, what do you have to say about this? And is it better than Dumb and Dumber 2? <laughs> Dumb and Dumber was, 2 was pretty rough to sit through. This is okay. I can sit through this. It's good. I thought Dumb and Dumber 2 was better. No, no. That's just me. I'm a contrarian, according to Kyle Stevenson. I like Here, Dumb and Dumber 3. Song. It's another song not on the soundtrack. What? You do this. Mm. Crash Test Dummies. This is mm. dummy. Yeah. The ending of it. I never made it that far into the song. It is. Crash Test Dummies also does a cover of the ballad of Peter Pumpkinhead on this. Yes. Yes. That's on the soundtrack. Yeah. His hair looks good there, though, to me. Probably Maybe day they, one or two. They, yeah, they shot this out of sequence. Yeah. Clearly, you can tell by the hair. Yeah. Tell me about the prequel, the When Harry Met Lloyd or whatever. Has anyone seen that one? Yes. All I remember is... Is that Dumb and Dumber? No, Dumb and Dumber was the... Was the prequel, actually, yeah. And then Dumb and Dumber 2 is the one that So that it was out. When Harry Met Lloyd, Dumb and Dumber... You know, Lloyd, just when I think you could possibly... So wait, you took Gabe to see Dumb and Dumberer or Dumb and Dumber 2? Dumb and Dumber 2. Hold on, there's three of them? <laughs> Are we being serious here? There's two by the Ferrelli brothers and it's then one outside of them. How'd they get the rights to do another one? But the one... <laughs> right. But does the prequel is not, it's not these guys, right? It's two other actors? That's right. Who are the actors in the prequel? Come on, Justine. Is it this one, is of, is it one of Tom Hanks' kids? Isn't it in your notes? No, it's not in my notes. What is in your notes? What about this? What song is this? Uh, is this on the soundtrack? Where I Find My Heaven by the Gigolos. Gigolo Ants. Gigolo Ants. You're a big Gigolo Ants fan, aren't you, Ben? The gigolo ants, one of those guys went on to do something else, right? Like stiff, something, I don't know. I was not is a it, fan of gigolo ants. Is it ants, A-U-N-T-S or A-N-T-S? A-U-N-T-S. Hey, hey, guys, it's stop, we're going to the bathroom. Just go, man. Gabe, do you like the band The Red Ants? I actually have heard of them before. I think I have. They're pretty good. I think you would like them. I think that's a label. Nope, Ooh. it's a band. I think I've heard of it before. A-U-N-T-S. Red Ants. Maybe. I think Red Ant is a label, though. Could be a label. Well, it could be a band, band, too. It is a band. I'm going to look that up. I think you'll like them. Detroit Valentine. Look it up. What happened to the, the dogmobile? They left it? You haven't been paying attention. I can't keep up. One of the most important parts of doing a good commentary is That's paying attention to That's a gross out scene movie. right there, too. Oh, it's the thing not... hanging from the nose? Yeah. It's a little gross, but it's cold, so it's not... The, part, the worst part about stuff hanging from your nose is that it's warm. 
Ew. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> Ugh, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I take back. You're right, Ben. I take everything back. But it's subtle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this movie's got subtlety coming out of its ass. <laughs> what more could two single guys ask for? How about some food? Mm. I swallowed a big June bug when we were driving. I'm not really hungry. Yeah, well, I'm starving. Oh, jeez, look at the butt on that. Yeah. He must work out. Hey, why don't we get busy and deliver the briefcase to Mary? If I know her as well as I think I do, she'll invite us right in for tea and strumpets. Good plan. Where's she live? I don't know. What's her last name? I'll look it up. See, in this scene... I was just thinking the same thing. I know where you're going. Lloyd really seems the dumber of the two. Yes, yes. It's it's almost like they keep shifting, keep handing each other the baton, the dumber baton. But he knows what strumpets are. Oh yeah, it's right here. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. I'm not seeing it here, Lloyd. She must be on. Hair looks great. So what are we supposed to do now? Here it comes. I can't feel my Did you call it? Anymore. I it, it. This is my favorite. Maybe you should wear these extra gloves. <laughs> extra gloves? You've had this pair of extra gloves this whole time? We're in the Rockies. That's funny, but funnier is coming up. What? I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you, Lloyd. Calm down. Right now, I'm going to kill you. Harry, you got that crazy look in your eye. <laughs> I know what I'm going to do. What are you doing? I'm going to do something I should have done a long time ago. Here it comes. <laughs> it kills me. And it's almost a throwaway line, and it's it's the thing that just turns me around in the whole movie. That makes me happy. Ben, can you turn that up a little bit? Oh, all right. Glad to. This is the no. Hotel Danbury Presidential Suite, gentlemen. Normally reserved for royalty, visiting dignitaries, illustrious stars of stage and screen. We have shortly coming the. I think you're right, Scott. I think this is where the movie like kicks it up a notch and really becomes anarchic. Well, this is spending the money. Right, this is where they forget about the, the chase plot. Yes, exactly. This is where most movies would double down on the chase part. And then also, uh -oh. this is the hotel that inspired The Shining. 
but did not inspire The Shining. Yeah, this is, this is supposed to be the Overlook Hotel. And this is where they have a haunted room, which Jim Carrey stayed in 217. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. And you can only stay in there for three hours. Part of a good podcast is to listen. So what, what were you saying? I wasn't listening. Kill you. So this is the haunted hotel. And Jim Carrey checked himself in at 217 and only lasted three hours and had to check out because he got really weird vibes. I don't believe that. That guy's getting weird vibes from something else. I bet ghosts. I bet he has a very good ghost connection. Is this in Colorado? Was uh, this in Portland? It wasn't in. I think it's not in Colorado. It's, it's in Oregon, right? But you're not saying that this was, that this scene inspired The Shining. No, I'm not saying that. You're not saying that they shot The Shining in this bedroom. No. What's that next? I don't know. Let me look it up. Ah! Lord, you okay? Harry! It's Mary! Who? Mary with the briefcase! Mary Swanson! Swanson! Wool host annual host annual an annual annual meeting of It's a big one. International president. That reminds me. Society tomorrow night. Some of the in, some of the reviews for this movie on Amazon. Yeah. Pretty spot on. Uh, the best one is uh, by Kevin Munn. Dumb and Dumber is the best comedies of the 90s. <laughs> Dumb and Dumber is the best duo comedies of the 90s for a long time, and since then it's been very laughable moments to crack up the hardest, and I believe it's very well put together. <laughs> Much like his sentences. Now, <laughs> that's brilliant, right? I mean, he's doing that on purpose, right? I doubt it. Super cute, says Premier Vendor Mall. Classic funny movie. Bought for my kids to waff, and they loved it like I did. Always funny. <laughs> hey, you're missing some more gross-out humor with the toenails in this sequence. <laughs> I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm missing it. <laughs> That's true. That's grosser than that. What, a good cross shot? Whatever he was doing. Oof. This is, I can't watch. Uh. <laughs> Here we go. You really do have a thing with nose hair. Jim Carrey's face is pretty great in this shot. <laughs> So Scott, who are you? Are you going to be dumb or dumber? That's a great question, but I believe I have the orange suit. Ah. Thanks, Barn. Did you get canes? Yes. Canes are canes are coming. Now, when Jim Carrey does that hilarious dance just now and he comes out in the orange suit, that's he's doing It's either Bugs Bunny or Yosemite Sam, right? There's there's 
that cartoon where they're trying to out vaudeville dance each other? I believe it's Fred Astaire. Okay. Are you going to come to the stage sword fighting? Oh, you mean with the canes? Yeah, maybe. Go, Duffy. I forgot Duff was in this movie. Can't you just feel it, Harry? It's our big chance, man. All we gotta do is show a little class, a little sophistication, and we're in like a dirty shirt. And that's no problem, Lloyd. We can be classy and sophisticated. Oh, look at the fun bags on that horse hound. I'd like to eat her liver with some farber beans and a nice bottle of key, Auntie. <laughs> Come on, let's go get a couple of bowls of loudmouth soup. Yeah. Hey, bartender, two martinis, please. Yes, sir. Ladies and please. I don't know. If you think of loudmouth soup, do you really think of martinis? Think of like an Alabama slammer of a Long Island iced tea. Terry Gar's back. Yeah. Drink. Would you like to hear uh, David G. Kelly's review? Does he talk about Terry Gar and the waste? Of an he might. He might. It's it's a corker. It's a five star review. First off, this film Dumb and Dumber, starring Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, is a real hoot of a film. Capitalized hoot. This is one of the few comedies that, yes, it is really corny at times during the film, but not too corny. Corny enough to get you to laugh your socks off. Some reason laugh your socks off is in parentheses. I absolutely love Dumb and Dumber. This is by far my favorite comedy movie with fantastic actors, most of which are very well known. I like the first Dumb and Dumber film, but not the second one, mainly because the actors that play the two dummies, so to speak, are not the same guys from Speak. S-P-E-A-C-K are not the same guys from the first film and the sequel Dumb and Dumber is stupider than the first one like two guys have lost it twice as much sometimes movie sequels can outdo the first film but not that often like in the case with this movie it's so well made that it's super hard to top I bought the unrated version because it's longer than the theatrical version hey, hey. hey and in my opinion the better buy the setting to this great film is really good, and I like how the story to this film is unpredictable, just like in any movie you don't want to know what's going to happen before you see it. The only part that I didn't like during this film is when one of the guy's birds is found beheaded by these hoodlum guys, H-O-O-D-L-E-M, after the two dummies because of the money they have that they are supposed to get. I don't know what any of that means. I didn't like that car... I didn't like that part because even though I know that it's fake, the idea of someone hurting an animal really bugs me. Plus, I am a bird owner, so that makes it even more upsetting. Oh, yeah, I didn't like the part when the owls bit the dust either, but everything else was terrific and funny, like when one of the guys gives his friend, spoiler alert, a laxative as payback for something that he did earlier on in the film, and the guy has to use the restroom not too long after that. Now, this is why I know that this is fake and the Fairley Brothers wrote it, because... The guy has to, T-O-O, use the restroom, not too long, T-O, long after that. A little bit of toilet humor, while immature, can be quite funny at, oh, quit funny at times. When I got over the part of the film with the bird, I found it sad. 
I found it said and funny at the same time when Stuart sells his parakeet that's dead. Shall I continue? Yes, please. Okay. To a blind kid and the poor... Oh. Well, I used to have a parakeet. It looked like the paragraph was done, but it, it, it it's the same sentence. Sure. It happens. But, you know, I thought it was... Sells parakeet that's dead, and I thought the next paragraph was to a blind kid and the poor kid saying no, no, no. Funny at the same time when Stuart sells his parakeet that's dead to a blind kid and the poor kid saying to the dead bird, "Here, birdie, birdie." I bursted out with laughter during that part. I just couldn't help but laugh, and that's what comedy movies are all about, after all. Really? That's weird. So basically, these guys are trying to escape hoodlums in this film because they took something that wasn't theirs and they are off to return it primarily a bag filled with cash that they spend most of its owner's money. Hey, that's why it's called Dumb and Dumber. Because <laughs> these two guys think IOU notes make up for taking somebody's money. Overall, this movie gets five stars from me. Because it's a really funny kind of movie film that's very well made and just a little cheesy at times without going overboard. Oh, yes. I highly recommend anybody that's interested in watching a funny comedy film that doesn't mind a few silly laughs and toilet humor to pick it up. You won't be disappointed. Ooh, I'm going to go lie down. I like that he started off with that hoot reference just as we were getting to see the owls for the first time. It's kismet. Anyway, it's a real hoot of a film. Yeah. So Terry Gar's back. She's in this movie a lot more than you had me believe. Uh, yeah, but she's got no comic lines. She's completely playing it straight. Yeah, that seems that seems like, as you said, a waste. Well, what do you say, Mr. Dunn? Are you available? Uh, well, I don't know. See, my friend. Oh, forget about your friend for one day. I think you kids will have a wonderful time. What do you say? Well, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, you know, you know, <clears throat> but, you know, the thing, part of, sure, what time? <clears throat> How come you didn't bring her over? Relax, Golden, <laughs> I got you a date with her tomorrow. <sighs> what? I can't, yeah. I can't, this, I love you, man. Oh, okay, okay, you're kissing me. You're kissing me, what? <laughs> This calls for a little of the bubbly. You're going to be my best man. You're going to do this too during New Year's. What? Oh, well, we got you, right? Is this where it kills the owl? We already got the yes. Gabe is not going to be there to play the owl. I think it's hilarious whenever someone spits out their drink. You know what that's called? No. A spit maybe take? A oh. Hey, maybe it was a coincidence. It was a message, Shay. Pure and simple. I mean, we killed their bird. Now they killed one of ours. I, mean, I still Karen, can't believe this guy, like, his neck was freaking slick. Yeah. That's I insane. can't believe Karen Duffy has more to do in this movie than Terry Gar. <laughs> Perfect. Christmas. This is Merry Christmas. 
kind of. Oh, I've actually never seen that in my life before. I swear, I swear in my life. Uh, I tried to pass it off as your own. No, I didn't. Look, I was in my notes. <laughs> I read it. I thought that was David Lee Roth for a second. <laughs> this whole scene I've never seen. See why it's cut. Okay. Now, let me get this straight. Lobby bar in the lobby. Yeah, and, and that's what she said. She'll meet you there at 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Where are you going in that get up? Oh, I, you know, I just thought when you, you know, you'd be off making your love connection, I'd be out trying my luck on the slopes. <laughs> you mean you're going to go out in public dressing tights? Oh, no, these aren't tights, Lloyd. These are fashionable Euro trash ski trousers. Pretty revealing. Really? Yeah, but it's just a tiny lump. No one will notice. <laughs> you're right, I can't go out dressed like this. Yeah, I've never I don't well I don't remember that scene you can't do this song no this song is one of the worst songs I've ever heard this is Dead Eye Dick right? Dead Eye Dick oh, it's funny over on uh, Cold Manor tonight they were talking about what you may or may not play from this album this is what they were, this was their number one pick they are like oh they're definitely going to do this <laughs> oh so they want us to play this yeah I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I my skin crawls every time they get to the part where he goes. Uh, she may be a vegetarian. Wait, what's the line? She may be a vegetarian, sure like the bone. Oh, gross! Did you, did you get that? Yeah. Gabe, Gabe, did you get that line? No. She may be a vegetarian, but she sure likes the bone. Oh. Gabe is in the movie. Oh. Um, I'm watching it. This guy really here. commits to this role. This guy seems like he was headed for bigger things, whoever this yeah. maitre <laughs> d is. He was also found in a field. Yeah. His ankle slipped. He, I think he's the guy who cut uh, yes. Yes, had a wonderful cut the other dude's throat. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Rocket's throat. So Charlie Rocket. <laughs> I haven't been outside that much in the last couple of weeks. Oh, yeah? Why not? Um, there's been some... So does she have real feelings for uh, Harry? Jeff Daniels? No, she's yeah. married. Yeah, but... No, she seems into him. But she, yeah, she's, she is married. She's married. Mary, Mary, Mary is married. Mary. Okay. How many times have you done this, Gabe? I've seen you do it at least twice. <laughs> no, I don't even... Want to think about it? <laughs> Hi there. Yeah. Hey kid, you wouldn't happen to have a cup of warm water, would you? <laughs> <laughs> All 
Excuse me. Is it 10 a.m. yet? It's 1. <laughs> That's what I have, too. Thought maybe it was past. He is in other stuff. She's running late. Right? Just a couple of hours. You know, girls. And they're excited about something. <laughs> Everything has to be perfect. <laughs> it looks like Max Mingala. Huh. This one's on me. Yippee. <laughs> huh. Chebley, please. Hello. Hey, wait a minute. What she asked? Me? This is like topsy turvy comedy right now. Bad day, huh? She well, has her Chardonnay. Of course, everything's been bad since I broke up with my boyfriend. I thought you said you have to listen on a podcast. I know, but I don't even listen to myself. Who would? I hate those sunglasses. <laughs> See, she seems genuinely distressed. That because this man's tongue is stuck to a pole. No, but that she couldn't find him. Because they hit the slopes together. I think she has real feelings for him. I don't think she has real feelings for him. This is painful. Gross out humor. <laughs> Gabe can't even watch. It can't watch. <laughs> it's, it's like blue velvet. Tongues regrow. It's like blue velvet. Dorothy's husband was, yes, missing, and she wanted to get him back, but she still had feelings for Kyle McLaughlin's character. I don't see that. This is that. exactly like blue velvet. This whole movie. This is another one of my favorite scenes because it's so silly. The song you like this song too. <laughs> this is Peter Droge, right? Is this Pete Droge? Yes. You're a big Pete Droge mm -hmm. fan, right, Ben? No. No. Yeah, if, you if you don't, don't love, love me, me, I'll kill myself by Pete Droge. I might have learned this song. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, this is sparks are flying between them right now. Scott, you yeah. are right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> he looks like he's trying to kill her. Yeah, just like Blue Velvet. <laughs> Who do you think would win that fight? Him, he's. He, I, I have a feeling he's as strong as Lenny. Because he's a psychopath. Run back. Run for your life before this man kills you both. Then do you know? <laughs> no, and I don't care. I'm gonna tell you. He came home one night, dead drunk, and decided he wanted to fix the sink. Couldn't believe him. Anyway, enough of that. Let's talk about you. Look at him here. Bartender. Yeah. You wouldn't happen to know Mary Swanson, would you? 
Mary Swanson. Shit. She comes in here all the time. What's that supposed to mean? She has dinner. Oh. I'm sorry. Do you know where she lives? Yeah, her family has the big place up on Alpine Drive. Alpine Drive? Big place? Alpine Drive, that's where we used to go see concerts, right, Gabe? See concerts? And no way. play concerts. Oh, yeah? We play concerts at Alpine Drive? Alpine Valley. That's also improvised. I've got to tell you today. You got any more facts written down there? Yeah. Is that one of them? Yes, that was improvised. See, you just got a list of all of Jim Carrey's improvisations. Me up tonight at seven forty-five. Yes. Was that in your book? Loving Jim Carrey. <laughs> Loving Jim Carrey by Justine. Okay, <laughs> Justine M. Like seriously, those are not flattering sunglasses, right? They're creepy. And she looks like a robot. She looks like uh, she looks like Gary Oldman in Dracula. Yeah. You're well, right. Gary Oldman was supposed to be Harry. Look at that. Really? No, if you look completely at my completely different here, movie. Gary Oldman. Look at your nuts. What? Gary Oldman. Okay, so look at you didn't we didn't really talk about this. We weren't supposed to. Nicholas Cage was in the running, Gary Oldman, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and, and Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. What are your thoughts on Rob Lowe, Ben? Um, I don't really care too much about him. Oh, thank God. I, I, I hate him. I mean, I legitimately hate the guy. Uh, I liked him in that Liberace movie. Oh, dude, that Liberace movie is great. Yeah. Yeah. It's flat out great. Yeah. It's amazing. And he's terrific in it. But when he, like... Does that thing where he's like, hey, everybody, I'm playing comedy. It's, it's like, oh, my God. Speaking of Steven Soderbergh, we saw the preview for the new Magic Mike movie, and I'm excited. Are you serious? Yeah, that's going to be great. Steven, Steven Soderbergh is back directing it. It's going to be terrific. Salma Hayek is his manager. It's going to be awesome. Is there a Magic Mike series of movies? There is now. Did you see any of them, Gabe? No. You didn't even see the first one? I didn't even know there was a thing. You should. It's good. I should. Ben? I'm in. I like Magic Mike. I like the second one more than the first one. No way. I do. Right, this is Justine's favorite scene. No, it's not. And on the, on that, her and Gabe can agree. What, this? No. No coming up. Well, actually, the whole toilet scene. Was I, improvised? I on that. No, that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Clint Eastwood went up to Jeff Daniels at a golf, golf outing. And told him that he loved this movie because that scene happened to him on a date. Clint Eastwood's been on a lot of dates. Yep. 
That's why okay, so how did he find out? I, I, I wasn't paying attention. He, he sees them. Yeah. Oh. He sees them pull up in that Maserati or whatever that is. That Maserati, by the way, does 185. <laughs> yes, the uh, shit scene is very funny, but my favorite part to my friend Harry is is it a dissolve to Jim Carrey afterwards when he when he's riding the bike and he's laughing maniacally? Yeah, there is a weird dissolve right there. It's brilliant, just like Blue Velvet. The Wizard of Oz. Ooh. Well, see, now that's more like uh, Wild at Heart. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Hi. 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 Make yourself at home, okay? I'm almost ready. One minute. Okay. This is this whole thing is Jeff Daniels' best part of the movie, I think. This is best work, period. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? He's better in the newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> what's the movie? What's the movie where he's the bad guy? Is it Looper? Is it that Ryan Johnson movie, Looper? Oh yeah, you don't like Looper. No. I'm a big fan. We tried to watch Knives Out the other night. I fell asleep. I wasn't digging it. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah, it was pretty boring. I don't want to say anything against it, but I, I, I wasn't right. digging it. <laughs> Look at Gabe. <laughs> Gabe is doubled over laughing. <laughs> now, everybody, if you could see Gabe, he, he's got it. He, he looks like Kurtz in Apocalypse Now. <laughs> you can't see his face. His hand is on her. He's like, oh, the, the horror, the horror. <laughs> <laughs> this is what my life's you know come that, down to. That, you know what that is? That's a laugh of recognition is what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so this has happened in Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, stars, so like us. <laughs> Now, is this a dolly or a zoom that's coming up? The toilet doesn't flush. No, I was just shaving. Dolly. Yeah. Also, probably the most the scariest scene in a film of all time. Coming up? No, that. The toilet doesn't work? Yeah. I'd go slip my neck over that. I'm shaving. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> and they are playing the Wizard of Oz music, so good call, Justine. Thank you. Well, when you think of all the Wizard of Oz motifs in uh, Wild at Heart, these guys are total Lynch fans. And next, we'll be back in a minute with the heartbreaking story of the blind Rhode Island boy who was duped into buying a dead parrot. what are you doing there? I'm shaving. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people? 
course, the Farrelly's shamelessly robbing from themselves with the whole Ben Stiller bathroom sequence and something about Mary. Which came later, though. Yeah. Lloyd, right? So really, shallow hell. Yeah, but that comes from a place of me not really like liking the Farrelly brothers at all. But this, this watching this now is changing your mind, though, right? I have it at my hotel room. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. What? Watching this right now is changing your mind, right? You know, it's all right. It's better than I remembered. Oh no! Is it changing your mind, Scott Lucas? Right here. Okay. Uh, Harry, your hands are freezing. Changed my mind years ago. I just don't like being lied to, Justine. Never lied. Never lied. I would watch this to go to sleep or have those tiny whiteies. Those are some those fucking are tiny whiteies. <laughs> They're see through. Is that more of a gray or a beige? I mean, those things have not been washed in a while. See, this, I'm, I don't remember this scene either. This is. This is some jackass stuff. That's pretty fucking gross. But kind of hot because he's that strong that he can pick it up. So I'm sorry, you say you would go to bed to either this or House of a Thousand Corpses? Is that what you said, Justine? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Somebody bearing the lead. I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Go back. My two comfort movies. Wow. Wow, wow. But I wasn't informed of either of these things. What song is this? This is too much of a Too good much thing. of a... Is this the sweater yeah, song? Yeah, again. I didn't realize they played it twice. It's too much of too much of a good thing. Maybe she likes that both of them won't let her win. Yeah. Look familiar? I don't believe it. You really have it. Oh, that you can hear sweater. Wow, look at it. This is the airport. He makes sure she gets all her luggage. That's my whole philosophy. That is the shining hotel. Did you see that tracking shot? It's just the Danbury. Just for me. The the outfit that Jim Carrey's wearing feels very the shining. To do. Hmm. And I know how frustrating it can be to lose a bag. That is so sweet, Lloyd. I don't know. Would you be creeped out? By what? If someone, if you left if someone something. someone lied about Goodfellas being my favorite movie and then you find out it's this and House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little creeped out. <laughs> Till the end, friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm crazy about you. Who are you? I've never felt this way about anybody. Listen to me. I feel like a schoolboy again. What does that mean? A schoolboy who desperately wants to make sweet, sweet love to you. Oh, I thought I heard you talking to someone. Mary? Gibbs on the edge of his seat. Make love to a schoolboy. <laughs> Maybe I should no, be going. No, no, I. That's not what I meant. 
Um, what I meant was, um, I, I like you, Mary. I like you a lot. <laughs> I want to ask you. What is he doing there, Forrest Gump? Straight out. Flat out, I want no, you to no. honest answer. What do you think the chances are of a guy like you and a girl like me ending up together? Well, Lloyd, that's difficult to say. I never realized I'm trying to like pinpoint him as gay this whole time. Just gay? No, I don't see that. He wants to split Harry open like a lock. Well, that's a, a girl that, like him. Not That's a brilliant scene that they cut out for some reason. You mean not good like one out of a hundred? I'd say more like one out of a million. Now here's what drives me up the wall. Anytime someone quotes this movie, I want to split them open so like a log. With an axe, though. Like, not sexually. Just yeah. in the most violent way possible. So you're telling me there's a chance. It's not funny. It's not a good line of quote. Stop fucking doing it. Now I know what's going to happen. Everyone's going to start saying Hi. it. We have plenty of oh. Back to yeah. basics, baby. What are you doing here? <laughs> I've been looking for you, Mary. I have some news about your husband. Don't cut your throat. Don't cut your throat. No. Wait a minute. I wonder if it's... You know what? That's such a mean joke. I'm not Come on. Come on, Justine. <laughs> I wonder if his shirt looked as red as that blazer in the field. <laughs> or if, was he shirtless? I was going to say we could cut it out, but we don't cut anything out of these episodes, so you're rude. <laughs> I just can't believe he killed himself by slitting his freaking throat. Uh, I can't believe the authorities believed it. True. Who are you? I'd like, I'd like this case reopened. Ben, how old was he when he was found? 56? 56. What? Nicholas. How old is he here? Family trusted you. Shut up. Jim Carrey's 32, I think. I'm not talking about... I'm talking about yeah, Ricky but, Rocket. Yeah, but just look at their comparison, you know. How did Robin Williams kill himself? I think he let his wrist or he, like, hung himself. No, he hung himself. I think he hung himself, yeah. Someone else set their wrist. Robin Williams. What is this? That's as good as money, sir. What is this? Go ahead and add it up. Every cent's accounted for. And that, Look, and that's comedy because people who think IOUs are as, as good as actual dollars. That's called comedy. Hey, Kevin Dunn. <laughs> Kevin Dole was his name. I don't know if it was Kevin Dunn, but he's a genius. You're a dead man. What? Justin's getting into it now. It's like her at Liars the other night. That never has to be spoken of. Oh, good. You found her. I'll leave you two alone. No, stay. Who's gonna come clean? Hair still looks good. Yes, I'd like a. That's a dissolve that makes no sense to me. Like that's a weird. Yeah. Ellipsis for no reason. I feel like you're watching this ahead of us. Me yeah. You're oh. saying things that are happening that we haven't seen yet. That could be. 
but that's weird. Well, he is in New York, so they are in our right. What do you mean? What do you mean? Don't deny it, Lloyd. Freda told me the whole So you are driving back, right? Tickler. That yeah. means that pizza could be from New York for their after party. <laughs> that's the price of admission, my friend. <laughs> but it'd be, it'd be nope. like, better not be that Sicilian shit. Two days old. That's fine. Yes. Two days old. That two is days fine. Old. You think, look at me. You think I care? <laughs> All right. I'll bring you some pizza. Santa's coming back. Just put it in the trunk. Yeah. Gabe, remember when you had those boots that Jeff Daniels is wearing? I don't think so. I don't remember having any boots. You used to wear them with that uh, Gorilla Biscuits jacket. <laughs> that jacket is no longer with us. Are you fucking kidding me? It's gone. It's gone. Wait, you said you just saw it not too long ago. He threw it away. It's gone. He threw it away. It's in, no longer in my possession. Oh, man. I got to find a picture of it. I saw Hoser the other night, and I told him we were talking about it. And he says, he says, I cannot wait to see Gabe in that jacket again. That's what he said. Harry, you're alive. Listen, I know you. I know you don't want to talk about this now, <laughs> but we will talk about this. <laughs> Lucky me. You're a horrible hey, shot. Get Not you, dummy. Special Officer Beth Jordan. So that guy's like the the chief hey. in uh, RoboCop, She's a cop. right? Yeah. He's the chief in Robocop. I yeah. think so. We've been following you guys all the way from Providence. I mean, if that's not the best movie of the eighties, it's top five. Robocop is great. I think it's the best movie, sure. It's not the best movie of the eighties. No. Well, what's better? Raging Bull. But what if he shot you in the face? What if he shot me in the face? That's a risk we were willing to take. How come I didn't get a gun? Did you get a gun? Here we go. Todd. Blue velvet. We can play this. Aww. This isn't embarrassing. Do it. Do it. I just still can't get over this guy's dead. There he goes. Easy, easy. Have we seen this husband off. before in the movie? Is this the first time I mean, we're seeing him? There's a lot, lot of guys in this movie look alike, right? Yeah, he looks kind of like that maitre d' bartender. Which you never told me who he was. Yeah, because he's not listed in the in the TV. Wikipedia. 
Yeah. Huh? Well, I'm not looking at IMDb. Fuck IMDb. I said this is my husband, Bobby. There's also a lot of dream sequences oh. in this movie. But wait, what happened? What was the story with the husband? Where was he this whole time? He was kidnapped and uh, held for ransom by the guy who was found in the field with his neck slit. Right. And then they oh. sent they they sent her. But do we ever his, see him? Is he? They in sent her. No, they sent her his ear. <laughs> okay. Stay alive, tits. Tits or toots? Tits. Tits. That's the line. We're gonna do that next. Lloyd. Blue velvet. First Mary dumps us, then the cops take our nest egg, then our hog breaks down. Yeah. When are we ever so apparently, or everyone knows this ending. But apparently, the other ending was supposed to be that they were gonna work at the hotel because the concierge is the uncle of the blind kid with the bird. So he had to go back and help his nephew while they took care of the hotel. Hi, y'all. Well, that would have been a coincidence. Hey, though. You know what that is? You are in luck. There's a town about three miles that way. I'm sure you'll find a couple guys there. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Hey, though. What does she say? She says, hey, though. It's Swedish. Any ABBA fan knows that. But she's not blonde. It's a greeting. <gasps> Got it. Hey, though. Hey, though. And Jim Carrey fought and fought and fought for this scene to be the last scene. And that is the end of my notes. <laughs> Why did he fight so hard? Because they wanted the original scene to be them working at the hotel. Oh, he wanted. He wanted Jim Carrey wanted this. He wanted this. Yeah. And Why? Then, and then they fought. Well, how about one of you goes on the bus and one of you stays? And he goes, no, both of us stay. Maybe Jim Carrey really did have a thing for Jeff Daniels. Just gotta keep our eyes open. Yeah. Also, another song not on the soundtrack, and I don't know what this is. What is this? She's got to be somebody's baby by Jackson Brown. Mike Starr. I thought Mike Starr played bass in Alice in Chains. Bartender Rob Moran. Rob Moran. Who's Rob Moran? This is the Rembrandts rolling down the hill. Oh, you could do this song. Yeah. No. Another Friends reference. <laughs> what is a wall banger? A Harvey wall banger. It's a drink. No, I know, but it's a character. You know what sucks is they didn't they didn't continue on with the misspelled credits for the end credits. Uh, that would have been funny. And a lot of work. Well, if you're <laughs> gonna do it, do it, man. Commit. Well, I, if you're, if you're gonna do it on the Amazon review section, you might as well do it for the credits. Right. <laughs> so, Gabe, what'd you think? I'm trying to think of who sings the song first, but. Proclaimers. This ain't this... proclaimers. Isn't it? No. 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 Na, this na, is... na, na, na. Some expert you turned out to be, Justin. 
is a female singer. Lowdown. You're gonna cry. Echo it's the primitives. Yeah, the primitives. Oh, yeah, it's primitives. God, I told you. Okay. No, I like Toby that. Emmerich just... is the music executive. He's related to Roland Emmerich, right? I believe that's correct. Yeah. So should we cover yeah. this? I think I think I did turn out to be an expert because I think I got all those songs right. No. Except this one. Come on. Oh, those owls were animatronic. Damn. Lame. Lamb operator? Oh, lamp operators. I'm still I say we re watch it. Ooh, <laughs> and this time Gabe says something. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm still freaking out that there are three movies, three versions of this movie. I, I don't even know if I can believe that. Well, you saw two of them. Yeah, can well, you believe that? How do I not know that there was a third in between? Well, it, it is weird being that you're such a huge movie fan and you, you're, you're knowledge goes far and wide all right so have we figured out what we're playing this weekend yes i can i say my three i think yeah. you should play i think you should play red right hand if you don't love me and the sweater song the sweater song what about the bear song well that could be an encore oh i see ben what do you think i don't even know what the sweater song is the sweater song that's not the weezer song right no, no, it's the, the sun's uh, uh, too much of a good thing. Oh, yeah. There's a line where he's like, good thing I wore my sweater. No, Ugh. sure. I'm sure. I'm glad I chose my sweater. I All think right, you, well, I, think I you say and, it's, I think you and Ryan should do the acapella mockingbird. Just walk <laughs> out and do it. Yeah. Well, that would be the easiest. He does have to ram you in the ass with a... Have, uh... No, hey. have Mike... Wait, wait. Have Mike Grogan stand between the two of you like he's Mike Starr and just uh. sing it into his ears. Yeah, he could be Mike Starr. Oh, here we go. Here's all the songs. There we go. Boom shakalak. See? Oh, God. We should do that. Two feet rap, of butt crack. Rap me silly. The rain, the park, and other things. Hardy, gurdy, hardy, hardy, gurdy, hardy, hardy, gurdy, man. Trumpet voluntary. Oh, pretty woman? Was that in there? Oh. Oh, pretty woman. New Age, if you don't love me, I'll kill myself. Ride of Mrs. Gulch. Whiny, whiny, things that make me crazy. I think that's playing right now. No, it's if you don't love me, I'd kill myself. Oh, this was a book. We should get the parachute press book. And read it aloud to Gabe. <laughs> no, Gabe could read it. Gabe should do an audio book of it. Well, I think that is fantastic. <laughs> New pages, Gabe would be like, "I can't believe I'm reading this book. This is, <laughs> this is garbage." My. Goodness. All right, well, Justine, thanks a lot. That was it was fun to have an expert. Is it bad? It's bad, right? Is it bad? It's bad. I think it was better than our Grease Two episode. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? We might get more watches on this one. You think we'll get more watches? More more listeners, more viewers, whatever they are. For this one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think somebody's got to take somebody outside. 
So wait, who wants to talk about something less? Does Scott want to talk about the new David Lee Roth less, or does Gabe want to talk about what happened to his jacket less? <laughs> what happened to your jacket, Gabe? It did go to the dry cleaners. That that was true. Oh. But when it came back, it had transformed into something that was unacceptable. In the I world. fucking knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I told you this was going to happen. <laughs> We're cutting that out anyway. Good to have you, Justine. Thank you very <laughs> much. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, All right. thanks. thanks Justine. See thanks. you guys New Year's, or at least Ben. I'll see you New Year's. We'll see you. Gabe, happy New Year. Pretty bird. Pretty bird. We're cutting this out? Oh, no, we're not. Boom, shakalaka, what the people them want. Woman, them a flex and the man, them a chant. Got the 60s, style it off a comeback. Draw for your bell, butter, black, heel, and frack. Boom, shakalaka, good boy. You tell them no, sir. Like you 
just don't care. I got more in the boat, so you better be aware. Not on the south, everybody everywhere. Flex out, shock out, the vibes in the ear. Bubble and a wine, caddy gala draw near. Everybody sing out when the DJ say, Wine your body, wrinkle your belly. I'll do it.